Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. We are going to be talking about cycle syncing for runners. So this episode is for those of you who just really truly enjoy running. It's your workout of choice. It's your preference. You don't necessarily want to entirely change up your routine because running's just your jam. I have an episode on this for weightlifting. I'll be having an episode like this for group class goers and trying to just really help you stick with the type of exercise and movement that you love, but keeping in mind how our hormonal fluctuations can support your performance, your mood and energy and emotion, depending on what phase of our cycle we're in. So kind of to talk about this and with any approach to working out and cycle syncing, you can really think of our 28-day-ish phases as reflected of kind of like a singular workout. And what I mean by this is you know that you should start every workout with a warm-up and then build on up to the intensity of the workout and then bring it back down slowly and then have a rest and cool down period, right? So that's what the structure of a single workout looks like. Now you can take that structure of a single workout and think of it as throughout your cycle implementing that same type of method where in menstrual phase, that's really the cool down resting period where you want to um, honor that slowdown. And then as you are getting back into working out, when you feel that rise of energy, that rise of estrogen, either at the tail end of your menstrual phase or the beginning of your follicular phase, you know, really going into your workouts with that warm-up mentality. Like, okay, I'm either finishing my menstrual phase and then starting follicular phase and rolling with building the intensity up, not just going straight in to intensity after, but letting it build. And then late follicular into ovulation and beginning luteal, that's really the peak of the time where we can amp up that intensity. Our body has the outward energy for it. Our mind and our hormones are supportive of that ramp up and intensity. And then thinking of late luteal as very much a cool down, like a slower, more intentional pace after you've completed an intensity duration, your body will appreciate that like cool down, trying to ease back into a rest state. 
And I hope I explained that in a way that's easy to understand of like, you know, even a singular structure workout starts out in this way of a warm up building up to the intensity, the intensity, and then the cool down and then resting, you know, the workout completes at a certain point that you can approach in the same aspect of knowing, okay, what phase am I in? Am I in the right, like in the middle of ovulation? Like, will you know, then you can go if you're feeling like it with the intensity. And I will preface all of this by saying, it's okay if you are in a phase where it's more, you feel more energetic, but you're just having an off day. Like that's completely normal. You don't necessarily have to um, worry about hormonal imbalances. I really love asking myself the question in in so many areas of my life, is this an event or a habit? Meaning, is this something that's just kind of offish for a particular situation or is this reoccurrence? Like if you are obviously feeling fatigued and drained and tired before, after, or during your workouts, yeah, if it's a habit and if it's something that is a common occurrence for you, that's a sign for you to take a step back and pay attention to your body. But if it's kind of just like, oh, I'm just having an off day, maybe it was from sleep or stress or nutrition or just your body telling you you need a little bit of a break, even though it's happening during like when you're supposed to be highest energy, like don't, you don't have to stress out about it too much. So let's talk to you runners. So talking to you runners, always listen to your body. I will preface and say that doing just one form of physical activity and if all you do is running, that's not going to enhance your performance or your strength. Like if you only do running for your intentional workout time, you may have gaps that could lead to injury in long long term. Like if you are skipping stretching and strength training and mobility and rest, even though you love running, incorporating all components of fitness will help you overall performance, will also support your hormones, will also support the body composition that you are working towards with your workouts. So just know, just because you love running, that can be the majority of what you're doing, but take into account you do want to have some other elements of fitness about it. So when we're talking about menstrual phase, you can really focus on rest and mobility during this phase, meaning like day one, day two, day three of your cycle, letting it be a rest day. You know, if you if you truly don't feel like going on a run because you've got some cramps, you're low energy, our hormones are at their lowest point, which is why we're typically at our lowest energy during this time, and you really just feel like you need to relax and rejuvenate yourself, don't let your mindset beat you up. Don't let the fitness myth of like push through, work harder, no excuses, you'll feel better if you get your workout in. That voice doesn't need to ring true if it's not an authentic sound voice coming from what your body is telling you. For me, if I take the one to two days off of uh, my day one and day two of my menstrual phase, I bounce back fairly quickly. And once I get to the end of my menstrual phase, I'm coming back to my workouts with high energy, sustained energy, focus and clarity. And I see increase in my performance when I have honored that slow down in rest. Okay. So 
Then as you roll to the tail end of your menstrual phase and early follicular phase, this is where when you feel that rising energy, like you want to get back, back out there and do some runs, get some workout in, ease back into it. Know that it doesn't have to be your longest run. It doesn't have to be your most intense run. You don't have to hit intervals super, super hard during this phase. Like a good moderate workout, whether you're doing intervals or steady state runs for distance it's up to you what moderate means to you but moderate duration and intensity during this time will feel supported as your estrogen is starting to rise because as you roll into late follicular and around ovulation and right after ovulation into early luteal phase you can amp up that intensity you can use that energy you can use that like peak in testosterone peak in estrogen for those intense workouts whether that means longer distance runs whether that means really hitting those intervals and working on speed during this time but also incorporating some strength training in there is good too and that's what we're going to be talking about with late luteal so during late luteal you know if you're still feeling like you want to get a run in you can obviously listen to your body do what feels good for you but you may want to cut back to like maybe one two runs that week before your period and then replace it with mobility and strength during this time. And while you are doing that, you are also decreasing your risk for injury because what is going on with our tendons and ligaments during our hormonal fluctuations, you know, during this time, you could put yourself at a higher risk for injury. And this is what I see a lot of times in my personal clients is when they tend to try to push through things at the end of their luteal phase. It's like these aches and pains that we associate with aging tend to flare up. So maybe it's not something as serious as tearing an ACL because you went on a run in your late luteal phase, but it may result in, oh, okay, I'm feeling my joints are way more achy or stiff and my lower back and hips are starting to bother me. Like, oh, that's weird. Whereas if you just honored this time to change up your training and think about it, you know, you went from late menstrual and into early luteal phase that's like a solid three-week time frame of amping up and building up intensity that your body is going to appreciate that restoration whether it's slow controlled weight training stretch and mobility or just full-on rest days so what this can really look like in a practical sense is day one day two of your menstrual phase taking a rest day and then let's say you're feeling like you have your energy back you head outside for a run you start running a little bit and you're like oh man you know I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty sluggish so maybe you take a walking interval and then if you want to pick it up a little bit you maybe do some moderate runs where your pace and your duration or your intervals aren't as long and not as intense. And then as you roll into late follicular and into early luteal, and if you are feeling like I am ready to crush it, I want to do intense intervals or long distances or whatever that intensity means to you based on your training goals, you know, go for it, girlfriend. And then having a great slowdown kind of recovery week, the week before your period where maybe you're focused on 
strength training and stretching during that phase and see how if you do really truly want to go for a run like if it's just a beautiful day you want to hit the pavement go ahead and do that but also just pay attention to how your energy is the rest of the day you know if you go for a run and then you end up like exhausted and drained and can't focus the rest of the day because of that expenditure that it took on you during your late luteal phase, just know, okay, maybe that's not the type of training that feels best for me in that phase of my cycle. But for sometimes it may feel like the right thing to do because that's what your body guided you to do. So just knowing hormones do take a precedence in how you are feeling, your motivation and drive and your energy exertion during your workout, but then also throughout the day. And I feel like the overall arching goal most of us want is for our exercise to generate more energy, not deplete our energy. So if you are finishing up your workout and you're feeling completely dog dead, drained and tired, it's making you make it, making other things that you need to do throughout the day so much harder and more daunting because you're so tired from your workout. To me, that would be a red flag of going and like really feeling yourself on what kind of workouts does my body need? What kind of workouts make me feel energized during this phase? Or do I need to change up my training? Or do I just need to change up my training during a certain phase? And really becoming a scientist of yourself, investigating, trying things out, listening to the feedback that your body is giving you, and then honoring it, right? So here you go, my runners. And if you are wanting to do something like a 5k, 10k, half marathon, know that sometimes like if you do follow your cycle on the, on the various apps, like my flow or whatever it is that you use, scheduling or planning a race day based on, you know, mid late follicular ovulation early luteal those are kind of going to be your best race days if you're really wanting to show up and you know compete against yourself for beating a particular time but also know if you decided to do like a 5k or 10k or race some type of thing and it's late luteal and you're just really not feeling it or you're dead, energy, depleted, drained, tired, at least now you can give yourself grace to know, take it more moderately. It's fine if it's not your best timing um, and, and still honor, honor how your hormones are fluctuating, right? So not saying you can't do races or anything like that during a phase like late luteal or menstrual, but just knowing like if you go and do a race during those timings and it's not your best time, know that it's a-okay. It's absolutely okay. You don't always have to show up and PR or be the best or be the or go faster or harder or decrease your time or whatever it is. You know, really just showing up for the joy of movement movement matters. And I love that book. If you're a runner, I feel like you would really love the book, The Joy of Movement as well, because I feel like those of you who are addicted to the runner's high will just 
love that science mindset, external validation of like, this is why I love what I love. And I'm not saying that you need to completely change up the types of activity that you love in order to sync with your cycle, but just bringing awareness and intentionality to your workouts, to your runs based on like, okay, I'm starting off my run. This is what phase I'm in. This is what I can know and expect, but I'm also going to listen to my own body and listen to myself. And if I need to increase the intensity or pull back the intensity, you use your own intuition as your guiding light, but using like the the knowledge about hormone fluctuations as just kind of an insight of maybe why you are feeling certain ways during certain runs and you try to do that same route, that same rhythm, that same routine, that same time, that same PR, but it's like, hmm, it was different this time. And you can know, well, yeah, because my hormones were completely different. Last time my estrogen and testosterone were peaked and this time they're completely like at their lowest level. So you can take this science and this knowledge and apply it with grace, but also use your own intuition. I hope that message came across and like loud and clear because I don't want you to feel like, oh, I can't do these type of workouts because Joelle says it doesn't sync with my cycle. But if that's truly what your body is craving, listen to it, honor it, take the feedback um, and, and see how it goes for you, your results, your goals, your progress, what it is that you are working towards. So if you are a newbie to runner, like running, like me, which is so funny because I'm not a newbie to running. I've run multiple half marathons. I just haven't ran in a long time. My last race was in 2013, 2012. I don't even remember, probably 2012. And I did get a foot injury from that half marathon actually kind of switch gears with falling in love with weight training and bodybuilding. But now that I work from home and I'm home all the time with my kids and my family and the pandemic and all that, and spring is around the corner, I'm kind of getting the itch to explore and to intentionally set time to getting out of the house into nature, just getting outside of the house so I'm not going crazy. So I am going to be hosting a virtual 5K March 21st through the 23rd. So it's that weekend. You just want to complete your virtual 5K, did I say March, May 21st through the 23rd. And this is all going down in the free feminine Facebook fitness, free feminine fitness, Facebook, wow, alliterations, community. So all you have to do is add yourself to that Facebook group. I will link the show notes or the link to it in the show notes. I'll also put it in my Instagram bio, but you just add yourself to that group. You complete your 5k on that weekend, and then you will go into a prize drawing for some Amazon gift cards and also some awesome Protea supplements. So I'm really really excited about that. If you have a plan that you want to follow, that is a-okay. If you are an avid runner and this is just something you want for community and accountability, and you can maybe even share your tips with me about running, you can. You are more than welcome to join that Facebook group. But also if you do want a 30-day to 5k running program, I do have one that I can hook you up with. So just let me know about that. Join on in, join into the free Facebook community. It'll all be going down in there. I'm going to be probably running two-ish times a week. I'm not going to be 
I'm still going to be doing majority of my workouts as weight training, but walks, neat movement, a couple intentional runs, I'm going to be getting in to help prepare me for a 5k. And I promise you, I'm not going to be the fastest one. I'm not going to have the fastest 5k time. I sure hope that my foot injury doesn't flare up during that time, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to show up. We can have a supportive, collaborative community together and just kind of make it fun. Have a little mini goal of running a 5K to work towards and to set towards and to focus on and to also help us get outside and appreciate the beautiful spring weather that will be happening. I'm declaring it right now. Like I'm, I'm going to enjoy this spring and getting outside after this long winter. So thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate it. Add yourself to the Facebook group. If you do have questions on my programs or my coaching, you can always reach out to me too at femininefitnesscoaching at gmail.com and I will talk to you guys next time.